This is episode 310 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I'm going to share with you three unpopular fruit that if you actually apply in your life, you will feel and be confident in your body no matter what size or age you are. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, my sisters, and welcome back. I am just coming off of a very high energy for the last weekend. We had our annual two-day retreat inside of Undiet Your Life. And it was centered around the topic of learning to set goals in a way that actually makes us feel amazing. So I was teaching our women in our program that the way we had learned to set goals for most of us in our community was from our experience through diet culture, weight loss, optimum health. And we have a way of engaging with goals that leads us to not feel good when we pursue our goal. And it requires willpower in order to do all the things to create the goal. Well, guess what? It doesn't have to be this way. And that's what I thought my girls, I want to say the woman in my program, is you have to unlearn goals. You have to unlearn how to pursue goals away from diet culture. And I want to say away from all that philosophy where you get happy, you feel happy when you achieve things outside of you. And we learn a new way to chase goal. And the way that I'm teaching goal, it's not about achieving the thing. What? Yeah, when we set goals, the goal of a goal is not to get the thing. It's about becoming the version of ourselves that allows us to get the goal. Think of the goal as a container for you to become the next version of yourself. It's a container for you to grow, to practice new skills, to practice new ways of thinking in order to achieve the goal. But it's not about the goal crazy, right? But trust me, when you do this, then the pursuit of a goal is fun. It's easy. It's pleasurable. It's exciting. So I think I taught that to our student. And now we're entering into four weeks of challenge within Undiet Your Life, where I'm going to support them in applying what we've learned over the two days, because we had 
four different teachers, six different classes. So they've learned a lot of new skill sets. And now we're applying for the next four weeks. So I'll keep you posted an episode to come. But here's one thing that I'm taking away from this is the goals that our student have decided to pursue. And not one of the women who attended made their goal about food, about their body. This is the power of undieting your life. The goals were way beyond that. The goals they decided to pursue were things that they had on their dream list for years. So let me give you a a taste of some of those things. Writing a book. Isn't that amazing? Getting a yin yoga teacher certification. Starting a business filled with pleasure. And I just want to say, A, I'm super proud of my student, but two, I want you to know that they were able to set those goals because of the work they've done in liberating themselves from diet culture, making peace with food, making peace with their body. When food and body is out of the way and it doesn't consume your mind, this is what happens. You can move on to things that have much more value to worry about, (laughs) much more pleasure, things that really matter. So I was so proud of them. I wanted to share that with you. And it's kind of tied into the topic I wanted to talk about today, which is body confidence. Because in the same way that we think about goals in a way that's completely unproductive, right? In the way we've learned it from diet culture that creates a lot of suffering, that creates a lot of failure, right? And it makes us feel terrible. The way we approach body confidence is also, I want to say faulty. I don't want to say wrong, because when I say the way we approach body confidence wrong, many of you will think something is wrong with you, which is not the case. It's not your fault. The way you're approaching, the way you're pursuing, the way you're chasing body confidence in a faulty way. It's because that's the way you were socialized to think about body confidence. So what I'm about to teach you today, that's why I called it the three unpopular truths about body confidence, is most often what we skip or what we think is not going to work for us. It's not going to apply for us in our life because we're really focused on a quick fix mentality that we've learned from diet culture, right? How many times have we been hit by headlines that say, get confident is as easy as losing 10 pounds, right? All that BS. So when we've been socialized and we've been repeated over and over again, that that's the solution. And we stop wanting to pursue dieting or restriction. And then we come to the world of the non-diet approach. We have the same mindset. 
right? Because we're not challenging how our brain is thinking about body confidence. We approach it in a faulty way. So what I'm going to share today is three truths, three things, quote unquote, that you need in order to be body confident, no matter what body size or age you are. And if you're new around here, you're probably going to think that doesn't apply to me. That is not how I'm going to feel confident. That's not how I'm going to be confident in my body. Your brain, (laughs) I just want to call it out. Your brain's going to go in denial. (laughs) It's going to scream to say, it can't be that simple, right? But it is. I have been teaching body image for, I don't know, eight plus years. And I'm telling you, if you just do those three things, if you embrace these three truths, your body confidence is going to skyrocket very fast. You ready? Buckle up. Here's the first unpopular truth about confidence. And it often shows up in clients telling me, but Stephanie, I've never been confident in my body. Here's the thing. Confidence is a skill. Confidence is a skill and an emotion. So let's get the basic in line first. Confidence is an emotion and an emotion that we create with the way we think about our body. This is not unique only to body confidence, but when we're seeking to feel a certain way, that feeling will be created by the way we think about the thing. So if you want to be confident in your career, you have to have thoughts about your career that are going to make you feel confident. The same apply to your body. You need to think thoughts that are going to make you feel confident. And that learning to think intentionally is a skill. You have to practice it. You have to learn how to think intentionally. And then you have to become good at thinking intentionally so that you produce confidence in yourself so that when you walk around town, you feel confident in your body. That's why I said it's a skill. It's a learned skill. I didn't learn for me to create, to first of all, I had to learn to master my emotion. I had to learn to deal with my emotion. Nobody had taught that to me until I landed in a therapist's office at 40 years old. The first 40 years of my life, I was a victim of my emotion. Whatever was produced in my body, I just like dealt with it. I had to learn what an emotion was, how it was created, and then how to process it. And then it dawned on me, I create my emotion with my thoughts. That means I can create emotion 
on demand. So feeling confident is a learned skill because you have to learn to produce an emotion by thinking intentional thoughts. So feeling confident in your body is not something you're born with, but something you develop, that you have to work at it. Now, when I say, quote, working at it, many of us have been trained again by diet culture to think that working is actually physically to do things. Like you have to sit and do something (laughs) from like 30 minutes a day. When I'm talking about producing an emotion and thinking intentionally, it's not something you sit at a desk. (laughs) I'm, I'm laughing because I often have to give that imagery to my student like creating the emotional reality we want to live in. It's not something we do from 6 to 6.15 every morning. It's something we do throughout the whole day. So it's a different version of working. It's not something that requires physical effort. It's not something that requires time on the schedule. It's something you do as your day unfolds. To build confidence through our thoughts and our emotion, it comes down to the choice we make, the choice of thoughts we think, but also the choice that we make to affirm the fact that we trust ourselves. Confidence is born from self-trust. So the decision to grow your confidence, the choice you make on a day-to-day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis, is where you choose what is best for you over what other people may think is best for you or what your brain is reacting and thinking what is good for you. So in all these minute-to-minute, moment-to-moment event in your life, you build your confidence by making choices to trust yourself and also to trust your body. That's why confidence is a skill. It's not something you're born with. It's something that is built over repeated practices and choice. So confidence is not something you have or you don't have. So for all of you who have the thought like my client, but I've never been confident, totally normal. You're in the right place. It's because you haven't learned how to create confidence. And that's probably why no matter where you are on your body weight scale number, you still feel not confident. You still have self-doubt. This is why, I think there's a stat that I read that 91% of women globally, independent of their weight, felt that their body wasn't good enough. And part of that 91% was probably millions of women who were, quote, in a normal-sized body, according to the thin ideals and BMI, and still felt self-doubt or a lack of confidence. 
is because it's never going to come from the external of your body. It's always going to come from your inner world, your thoughts, the choice you make. So here's truth number two. And this one shows up in this thought. But I felt much more confident when my body was smaller. If you had that thought before, which I'm sure you did, I know I've had that for years, I felt so much more confident with my body was smaller. Given that confidence is created by the thoughts you think about yourself and the solace of your own mind, not the size of your body, if your confidence level is shaken by the size of your body, it was never confidence that you were creating. It was the safety of compliance. You felt safe because you had the thought that you were protected from the fear and judgment and rejection of a fat phobic society. You felt safe from the judgment of others and the rejection of others. That is not confidence. That's the safety of compliance. Confidence is the result of knowing that no matter what, you will have your own back. No matter what people say, no matter how people act towards you, no matter how much rejection you get, you and the solace of your own mind will have your own back. Here's a great example of having your own back. Having your own back means that you make the choice to buy clothes that fits your body now. You refuse to entertain self-critical thoughts about no longer fitting in your current clothing because that's disrespectful to your body to try to squeeze your body in clothes that makes you feel uncomfortable, that pull and make you feel like you can't breathe. Having your own back means that you make the choice to treat your body with respect by buying clothes and wearing clothes that fit your body now. And instead of criticizing yourself, you courageously think compassionate thought that support your decision of buying clothes that fits and express kindness from you to you. Kindness, again, it's like confidence. It'll never come from the outside. You have to give it to yourself first. Here's the third truth about body confidence. Your level of confidence is determined by your ability to trust yourself. So if you feel like, I don't know, on a scale of one to 10, you feel like I'm a four out of 10, that the way to get to a 10 out of 10 is to increase your self-trust. Talked about that in a little bit in truth number one, but I'm going to expand on it here. So you may be thinking thoughts that make you feel confident, but from time to time, like you 
don't feel confident. You feel self-doubt and then a little bit of confidence and then a little bit of self-doubt. Like you're swinging between self-doubt and confidence. First of all, know that it's normal. As you develop a skill, you won't get at the mastery level right away. You have to learn to do the thing. So you have to learn, you have to practice. It comes with time and experience to create confidence. If you want to fast track your process, you have to trust yourself at a higher level. In the same way that you can't hate yourself into health, said that many times on the podcast, right? This is why food restriction, this is why over-exercising will never lead to health. Because we cannot hate ourselves to health. The same thing applies to confidence. You can't doubt yourself into feeling confident. The most effective way to regain self-trust, which by the way, was ripped off from you by diet culture, by dieting, by body shaming. That's how we lose self-trust as women. We have an entire system that is designed to steal self-trust from us. We are born trusting our body and then we get enrolled, socialized, indoctrinated into the system called diet culture and then with time we lose self-trust. The path back to self-trust is the path how we lost it which for most of us in this community mean that the path back to trusting ourselves is via food. We lost the trust in our body through food, which means we must regain body trust with food. So for me, the journey of becoming an intuitive eater is the path back to self-trust Therefore, body confidence. That's why part of undieting your life has a module on intuitive eating. Because people need to have full trust in their body. And that's again, it's a process in order to trust their body fully in making choice with food. And then built body confidence. Intuitive eating is a tool we use to reconnect to our body, at first with hunger and fullness, then with satisfaction, and then magic happened. We built trust through our body with every eating experience, and then by itself, our body confidence increase. With every meal, we have the opportunity to build our capacity to trust our body Therefore, built body confidence. Now, I couldn't end this episode without dismantling a misconception about confidence. Certain women will hesitate in building body confidence because they think being overly confident is being cocky. It's being thinking of yourself as better than others. Here's the thing. 
being confident in your body doesn't make you better than others. Because we are all great. What confidence does is it allows you to tap into your own greatness. It allows you to pursue your dreams. Pursue the life that you were meant to live. This is why I talked to you in the beginning about our student chasing goals that they've been having on the list for years. Is because they're confident in their body, they've done the work and they're continuing to do the work in body confidence. And now they can pursue the life that they've always wanted. That's the ultimate goal of undieting your life is to build confidence is to learn the skill, develop the skill to build confidence in yourself, which is a byproduct of being confident in your body. You cannot be confident in yourself with an appendum that says, well, I'm confident in myself, but not in my body. (laughs) It has to be your whole self that you have to be confident in. And that's when magic happens. We start with body confidence in the very first lesson. Literally, like you join on Diet Your Life, within 15 minutes of paying, you get your user ID, your password, you log in, and the very first video, we get you started on confidence. Because it's a process, right? It starts with your brain, then we go into food, and then we go into body image. And then we teach you, for an example, what we did over the weekend is we teach you then how to apply it to different aspects of your life, from relationship to health. And then what we did in those two days towards goal setting. So I hope this helped you with body confidence. I can guarantee you, if you apply these three unpopular truths and you practice them over and over and over again, your body confidence, no matter what size or age you are, will skyrocket extremely fast. I love you, my sister, and I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. On Diet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power, and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedoze.com forward slash join, and I'll see you on the other side.